Well, good, good morning to Palm Coast, Florida. How are we doing today? Hope everyone is having a beautiful day. We have a lot to be grateful for. We begin each show with with talking about that, and I think it's a great thing to, to start today off. I think I told the story. My sister, my older sister, God bless her, my one sister with four brothers, there was five of us, she sent all the bros um, a book called The Magic by Rhonda Burns. If you've never read it or you've never heard of it, Google it, The Magic by Rhonda Burns. Really cool book. Talks about being grateful and how law of attraction really uh, could benefit us. And I take it to the golf course. And the reason I'm talking about it is, number one, it starts my day off great. Number two, in regards to golf, it helps me, you know. Law of attraction is really, really key um, in, you know, playing good sports, okay? If you think negative in a sport, what do you think the outcome's going to be, right? And in golf, it's so easy to think negative. And you know why? Because there's so much time in between golf shots. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit when I go through my positive approaches, Paul's positive approaches. But uh, let's talk about a little gratefulness here. My wife, Kim, and I went up to beautiful Jacksonville Jaguars game uh, last week, seeing the Kansas City Chiefs beat up on us. Well, not really. 19-7. to eh, It was kind of a close game. We could have did a lot better, you know. I say we could have did a lot better. It was uh, broken. Uh, so my wife, Kim, loves Patrick Mahomes. So she likes the Chiefs, where I like the Jaguars, that we live here. So I'm going to go for my Jags. But uh, great experience, you know. I haven't been to a football game in a while. And had pretty good seats in the end zone, and you're close, pretty darn close to these guys. Amazing. You know, I got some great stories. I'm not going to bore you, but I've been on the field with a friend of mine, Anthony Nesty, Flagler Beach. Tony, many of you listening may know Anthony Nesty. If you don't, Google Anthony Nesty, photographer, right in Flagler Beach. Some of the best photographs you'll find. Anthony's, uh, Tony's great. Um, I've been on Old Sobrero. The Tampa Bay Bucks. It was Detroit Lions at Tampa Bay, 1997. Folks, if you've ever been next to a six foot ten football player, try it with shoulder pads and cleats. It's really an amazing thing to see how big these guys are. But anyway, um, you know, I'm also grateful. I want to give a shout out to uh, to our radio stations. You know, check this out. So 92.7, great everything station. 98.7. I love country. Never liked country until 2000-whatever, three, and I started listening to it a little bit. But 98.7 is on my car most of the time. And then, of course, you got 100.9, which is awesome. You know, me growing up in the 70s, that's perfect radio station. So we, again, being grateful. That's, that's what it's all about. Um, Christmas come true tournament yesterday. Congratulations to Nadine King. Her entire volunteer staff did a great job. Uh, Conservatory Dane, um, Dane over at Conservatory did a great job running the tournament. Brad Howard, thank you for the golf course. But anyway, uh, you know, I've been part of Christmas come true since, since day one. And so it's a little bit special to me. I helped. Nadine scored the tournament uh, Monday at Mezzalunas. Thank you to Mikey Vera at Mezzalunas. Great job with the lunch. But anyway, full field, 144 players. Christmas come true. If you're listening for the first time, it's a local charity. If you're looking to support maybe a local charity and you just don't know where to turn, 
Try uh, the website off at christmascometrue.org, I believe is the, uh, the website. Um, but you can find it nowadays, you know, just Google it. Uh, really a great cause. I'm not going to sit here and tell you all about it. I'm going to let you figure it out yourself. But obviously it helps out families during Christmas time and throughout the year. Um, so anyway, with that said, um, last week I had some really, I had a cool little show. I had two fun guests in, Dan Ignatuck and John Heisey from, they're both members at Hammock Dunes. And uh, there you know, a couple of reasons I wanted to get these gentlemen on. Number one, you know, Hammock Dunes is such a great, great private club right in our backyard. And, you know, just right next door to his Hammock Beach Resort, which we, you know, they both have two great golf courses. Ironically, two on the ocean and two west of the intracoastal. Frankly, the Conservatory and Creek course almost touch each other property wise. So it's pretty cool. We got four golf courses that are world-renowned. I mean, they're so good. But anyway, the creek course has been closed, and they're redoing it. And Dan was nice enough to send me a video of the the new architect that kind of redid a couple of the holes. The creek course, if you don't know, at Hammock Dunes is a very difficult golf course. It's beautiful. Um, You know, it's it's incredible golf course. And um, But they're redoing it. You know, golf courses need a redo after 15, 20 years. The greens get compacted and you know sometimes just you know just trying to make it better and they did number seven was a tough par three it was you know over carry over swamp so they re- redid a lot of things and it was really cool to um to get to really see how the architect works and how they kind of figure stuff out and stuff around the green it's pretty cool uh, with that said, you know, we, we ran out of time with, uh, with Dan and John. And the other second thing, real, real quick here, um, John is, is playing. It's a pretty cool story. Back in 2000, 2001, he basically had a kind of a challenge, you know, hey, why don't you play the top 100 courses in the world? He's got four left, four or five left which is an amazing feat. So I just thought that was really cool. We talked about the different golf courses he played and so forth. But I wanted to tell a story because I worked at Hammock Dunes from 93, 94 timeframe. And, you know, Hammock Dunes just opened up in 90. So it was brand new, brand new club. I mean, the golf course was, you know, it's a a, uh, Tom Fazio designed Hammock Dunes, the Lynx course anyway. And which, and Tom Fazio at that time was, you know, the hottest designer pretty much. The first hole was always ranked number one. No, number one opening hole in North Florida. Um, but anyway, I'm in the shop. Here's the story. Just two-minute story. It's pretty cool. If you're a Michigan fan, college that is, Jim Harbaugh is your coach. So here I am. I'm behind the counter, and I see a member come walking in, um, Bob Roberts, and who's still a member. Bob and Jan Roberts, great folks from Hammock Dunes. This is in 93, 94, so going a few years back. But anyway, so Bob comes in, and, and behind him is Mr. Bill Tobin. Bill was a member. Mr. Tobin was a member. Bill was the general manager for the Chicago Bears for years. And then he left in, in 92 or 3 to go f- to the Indianapolis Colts. So he happened to be a member at Hammock Dunes. So here I am. And then behind Bill is this tall dude who I don't recognize. So Bob comes up and says, hey, can you play nine holes? And my boss, Dan, is right over there. And Dan looks up and says, yeah, Paulie, go play nine holes. Well, it turned out to be Jim Harbaugh was who Bill was bringing to play. And, you know, 
So I got to play nine holes. We only played nine holes. We played the back nine at Hammock Dunes Links, really cool golf course. And just to be there, I'm 20, I don't know, whatever, 26, seven years old. And here I am playing with, you know, Bill Tobin, who was the general manager for the Bears. And he, when he went to Indy, he was trying to recruit. He did recruit uh, Jim Harbaugh that day. In fact, I witnessed it. We were there on the 16th tee box. And I remember Bill talking about, you know, that's my condo right over there. And anyway, I thought it was a really cool story. Um, and, and, and what celebrities came out to Hammock Dunes and Hammock Beach Resort right in our backyard. You know, it's, I just think it's kind of cool to kind of re, relive some of these. Some folks are, are new to Palm Coast, you know, don't know some of the stories. So it's kind of my job to kind of help you out and give some of these fun stories, you know. Um, with that said, so that was really cool, by the way. So Jim Harbo, great guy. Uh, Bill Tobin, obviously, just really salt of the earth. This guy was great. He used to come in with Indianapolis Colts hats and just throw them around in a pro shop and stuff. But, uh, yeah, got to play golf with Jim Harbaugh nine holes. On the 18th hole, we had a long drive, him and I. And for the record, I've never really been a long ball I mean, off my tee shot. I'm just average at best. But, uh, yeah, he can just crush it. You know, when you're an athlete, of course, golf is going to be a tough game for every athlete. But, uh, you know, he can just pound it when you're six foot five and, you know, you got that hand to eye coordination. So a couple of the nice stories. I'm not going to go deep into it, but Tom Gullickson, I'm going to get Tom on the show. Tom and Tim were doubles champions. Tennis and Tom used to live right here in Palm Coast. And uh, he actually brought Pete Sampras and Todd Martin to uh, to Hammock Dunes. That was really cool. So, uh, but hey, we're going to talk a little bit about um, a few things. Paul's positive approach is coming up. How to help you with your golf game is coming up here. Um, and Alexa Pana. We talked last week about Alexa and how she's going to be coming on the show. And she is. I talked to her father via text. Alexa Pana is just an amazing, um, amazing young lady. 19 years old. Just won her first LPGA Tour event. I mean, on her birthday. So, I mean, the story is just incredible. In 2013, she was, uh, host, you know, she was one of the, the actors in the short game. On Netflix, so it's pretty amazing. But anyway, we're going to just take a couple minute break here. Um, stay right there. Don't go nowhere. We got some some really good stuff coming back for golf instruction. Paul's positive approaches coming back. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full eighteen holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back. Welcome back on the green here with Paul Tretner. All right. We're going to go into some Paul's positive approaches. But first, I just want to mention a couple things here. You know, uh, the PJ Hope, I've spoke about this before, but I'm going to try to speak about it on almost every um, every show anyway, is PGA Hope Initiative is helping our patriots everywhere. And it's an initiative to help our military veterans kind of Escape some of, uh, you know, 
some things to get them on the golf course. Golf is an e- uh, just a, a, a healer, if you will. Um, I've witnessed it. I've, I mean, there's stories. I mean, you could hear stories where moms um, had children with autism, and when they got them to the golf course and they hit a good shot, it changed their complete personality. That's a true story. And so it's pretty cool being a PGA member for 25 years to be able to help people, <clears throat> not just in their physical mechanics to the game and so forth, but just to kind of help them in general is pretty cool. So anyway, um, I uh, earned my uh, PJ Hope instruction. You got to get certified to instruct these veterans that have disabilities and, and things that just set them back. And it could be anything from, you know, maybe not have an eyesight or, you know, um, and anything could be anything, you know, it could be mental, physical, whatever. So my point is this, if you, or, you know, someone that is struggling, have them give me a call and let's get out on the golf course and have some fun. Let's get some, a group together. I am talking with the, um, disabled American veterans here in Palm coast. Um, I'm going to get the, the chairman on or whatever the, I don't know his title, the gentleman that's in charge. And I should know his name offhand. I don't have it in front of me. Sorry. But anyway, we're going to get together and maybe get something scheduled. So, all right. But with that said, let's get into some teaching. So, okay. If you're listening to this, you know, maybe you've got an issue in your golf game and you want to try and figure it out. So, um, Look here, we have access to the, some of the best instructors in the world. I'm not trying to compete against them. I'm trying to give you some kind of inside tips that I've learned in my 25 years of being a member. Number one, pre-shot routine. Okay, so I'm going to go over putting. This is what we're going to go over. Putting, chipping, and pitching. Okay, three things. The short game is what we're going to go over. But first, it's the pre-shot routine. If you don't have one, you need to get one. So that's something that you need to have, whether you're putting, chipping, or pitching. And what's what's a pre-shot routine? Basically, it's how you set up to your shot. If you just jump out of the golf cart, grab a club, and get up to the ball, your, prob- your percentages are against you to hit a good shot. And the only reason I say that is because you have no focus of what you want to do. So you got to get a pre-shot routine. With that said, putting. What's our goal with putting? Obviously, to make the the putt we understand that but we want to give the ball the best roll if you played pool billiards you know that you're hitting a cue ball and you want to get the best roll on it so that's what we're trying to do so with that said if we're trying to get the best roll what three things do we need to need to do to get those good rolls a Strike the ball solid with your putter face. All of us just get up sometimes, and maybe we come up on a golf ball slightly, and you know as well as I do, all you need is a quarter inch, an eighth of an inch coming up on the ball, and you're not going to strike it solid. Well, if you don't strike it solid, you're not going to generate the same roll. Make sense? Accelerate. B, you have to accelerate into the golf ball. So if you only got a four-foot putt and you're on fast greens, you may only be taking a putter head back three, four inches. And then accelerate into it. Okay. And then C, speed control. Two things we're worrying about with putting. You know, direction, speed and direction. Which one is more important? Speed. Definitely speed is more important. That's not my my, uh, research. That's Dave Pels' research and just over, you know, speed is definitely the more important thing. So, Rolling the ball properly is going to give you the best speed. So that's putting right there. 
quick story for you on Putin. So confidence comes from, we all know confidence. Confidence comes from doing something X amount of times, you know, good, and all of a sudden you build this confidence so you barely even have to think about what you're doing. We all had it maybe in your occupation, your work. The more you practice golf, the more confidence you're going to build. All right, so let's go back to 1984. I'm a junior golfer. Ready? I'm tiny, though. In high school, I weighed like 90 pounds in, in ninth, 10th grade. I know. <laughs> so I had to concentrate on my short game because my long game wasn't going to be there, especially with Persimmon Woods. And if you're over, I don't know, whatever age, 45, then you know what Persimmon Woods are. They're woods before the Metal Woods came out. Point is this. So I'm playing Rockville Links Country Club in Long Island. It's a private club. I'm in the last group. I'm four. I know my buddy John Husnatter is finished with a 77. So he was five over. I was four over on the 17th hole. It started raining out. We went into the cart barn, into the clubhouse, waited for the rain. We went back out. So I had one hole to play, 18. And I'm the last group. And I'm four over. John, my buddy, I'm sorry, I'm five over. And John is five over. That's what it was. We were both five over. So I have to make birdie on the last hole. Long story short, three wood down the fairway, five wood to 150. I hit a six iron to 12 feet. So I had a 12-foot putt to make to win the tournament. And can I tell you, um, this is the, what I'm getting to this story, is that I knew I was going to make the putt. All right, And I tell this story not to float my boat by any stretch of imagination. I've given this story hundreds of times to my juniors because I want them to realize how important it is confidence is. I knew I was going to make the putt. The hole looked a foot wide. And sure enough, the ball went right in the heart. It went in. And it was like, at that age, I was like weirded out a little bit. Like, wow, that was really weird. I kind of knew I was going to make that putt. And I won. And it was pretty cool, you know. And um, I still have the uh, news clippings. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I save scorecards, news clippings. And I still have the scorecard, too, for that for that matter. But, uh, but anyway, that was a pretty cool feat, putting. So with that said, got to get out and putt folks if you want to be a good putter yeah you gotta you gotta do it i don't know what to tell you you can do it at your house too i mean you can get a nice indoor outdoor carpet even if it's only 10 feet you could still work on your three four five footers indoors you know because let's we all know putting chipping number two here we go chipping what's the difference between a chip and a, a pitch a chip is one lever where you're not releasing your wrist that much. And a pitch shot is a further chip shot, basically, to where you're hinging your wrist and it's a fuller shot. So anyway, chipping. Here we go. Ready? You got to get your weight on your forward side. So if you're a righty, it's going to be on your left side, 55% on your forward side. Again, we've all learned this and we've all know this, but sometimes we need to be kind of told and just kind of helped out a little bit with it. Got to lower your hands on a grip, folks. Every time you've hit a short shot, lower your hands on a grip. This is going to give you more control on your, and it's going to stand you closer to the ball, and it's going to give you more control, period. And this is the, the next one's the important part. So A, weight on your forward side. B, lower your hands on your grip. This is going to stand you closer to the ball. C, hands pressed forward of the golf ball at address. And your ball position, middle, middle, back of your stance. And press your hands forward. And that's very, very important because when you strike the ball, your hands want to be ahead. The last thing, D, head still. When you're chipping, you got to keep your head still. You got to rotate your shoulders. 
Here's the key that I think a lot of people kind of misconstrue is, yeah, you don't want to really hinge your wrist, but then again, you don't want to be too tense and have it to where it's like robotic. Does that make sense? So even on a little chip, just release some tension on your backswing with your wrist a little bit. And this hopefully will give you um, good fundamentals. Now, Going back to the pre-shot routine, folks, if you're not standing behind your chip shot and picking out where to land the ball, good luck because you're going to have a tough time. So you have to pick out where you want to land the ball. Choose a three-foot circle on the green, your favorite color. Let's just say red, and you pick a three-foot circle where you want to land your chip shot. And that's your best way to get yourself ready for the shot. Okay. And then from there, when you pick out that spot, you can, you know, get yourself lined up properly. Make sure you're picking something out. We talked about lining up. And then pitching. So pitching is basically um, a further chip shot. So it's the same fundamentals, but you're going to have to understand how far to take it back for each shot. So, for example, um, I know when I'm 55 yards from the hole, that my 56-degree sand wedge, when I take a swing so my left arm is parallel to the ground and I hinge my wrist 90 degrees, and I just take a regular shot, I hit it 55 yards. So if I'm 65, I know it's that club, just a little bit further backswing, and go from there. So I really strong strongly recommend that you work on the chipping you know, really get the chipping down and then go into the pitching because basically the pitching is a larger chip shot, if that makes sense. Okay. Now, one thing, too, I wanted to talk about is a good drill for chipping and putting. So pay attention. This is a really cool drill. Pro PJ Tour players do this drill. Take six golf balls. Go to your chipping green. Let's say you go to Palm Harbor, 5 o'clock in the evening. You park under the little oak tree, under, you know, in the parking lot there, cross from Looper's, the new restaurant and a pro shop, and grab your wedge and your putter and six balls. And you get down there, you chip six balls to a hole, lay your, your, your wedge down, grab your putter, and now start with the easiest hole, the, the easiest ball, the easiest chip. It could be, you know, hey, you may have chipped one in, or it could be six inches. So start with the six inch or the shortest one. Knock that in, then go to the next one. See how many out of six you can get up and down. Up and down meaning up, chip on and then one putt. And that's a good drill to do to kind of pass the time by because you're chipping and then you're putting. So you're making it more realistic. So I really recommend you um, really picking up that, that drill. I'm telling you right now, if you work on your short game for 30 minutes a week, that's nothing. Let me go 30 to an hour, 30 to 60 minutes a week. You're going to improve your confidence, which is going to improve your shots, period. And I'm telling you, that's, that's what you need. You, get, you really do. You know, so many people come for lessons, and, you know, I'll ask them. As a golf professional, we kind of want to know, are you practicing, you know, and it's hard. A lot of people don't, aren't able to practice. So you have to have your expectations then proper. If you're wanting to play good and you're not practicing, then it's hard to do. So with that said, if you don't have my email, take it down. P is in Paul, Tretner, T-R-E-T-T-N is in Nancy, E-R, at PGA.com. Email me any, any questions about the swing or anything. 
you know. Um, email me. I'd love to hear about stories, hole-in-ones, or even just fun times on the golf course. Be a family. Your kids came down. Your grandchildren. You played for the first time. And, you know, I think, I think it would be great to even get some juniors into the studio. I've been wanting to do it. We did have Jack Rossheim in. Obviously, he's doing great. I already mentioned they're 3-0. I think Father Lopez. And uh, his record's 3-0 as well. So good job, Father Lopez. But, uh, and if you have any junior golfers that are looking to play, now is the time to get them involved. Every golf course is going to have some type of junior program, Grand Reserve. We have a little something there. It was hot over the, over the summer, so we kind of took a little break. But I know Palm Harbor had some good stuff. So um, go see your local pro. Go get your kids involved in golf. It's going to help them with a lot of other things other than golf. You know, it really does. It teaches our kids a lot of life's valuable lessons. So, um, great. I'm glad you all tuned in. Um, If you're new to the show, every week we mostly have guests. This is only the second show I did by myself, solo. So, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get a little bit out of our lessons, Paul's Positive Approaches. But uh, get that pre-shot routine going. you got to visualize. you got to see the positive shot. Have a great week. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF.